0: Broadcasting from the center of the universe, his universe, he's 90% bourbon and 10% man. It's the Ricky Worley Show. Here's your host, Ricky Worley. So, uh, Larry King's still alive. Glad to hear that. Just felt like that needed to be said. I guess they moved him out of ICU, but that's about it. You can't find any more information, so uh, I assume, assume he's still alive and kicking. 87 years old.
1: Good genes for a well-preserved liver.
0: You said he's been through, like, so many things, cancers and diabetes and all kinds of craziness.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how he keeps going, but I'm glad to hear he's still kicking.
0: we got a great show. Um, we're going to be talking about White Lies... And we're going to play a game of two truths and a lie. See if you can decide when I'm telling a lie or if I can tell when you're telling a lie.
1: Oh, I got this, Ricky. Yeah. I know when you're lying.
0: Yeah, we'll see about that. I've been practicing. I'm going to like, stay monotone. You won't even know.
1: Yeah, we'll see about that. And uh, what you got coming up on the news? Ladies, Sex in the City is back. San Samantha. And then we're going to gab a little bit about the new social media platform that's gaining.
0: Oh, yeah. That's been all in the news this week.
1: Yes. Social
0: medias they're all going crazy. I don't know what's going on. But uh, first things first, I'm going to pour myself a little beverage here. Uh, what are you having? I, this is my go-to. It's uh, Jim Beam Black. It's an extra age bourbon. It's just a—it's uh, an easy sipper. Pretty inexpensive stuff, but... Yeah, it's just a a good go-to.
1: I don't think the liver cares what you're drinking.
0: No, no, or my palate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about some of the craziest things people have done to save money. Some of these things are just downright cheap. Great show coming up. Uh, Today, though, I was at the grocery store, and I saw this couple, and they were made for each other. I mean, at least they had that, but they were like tattooed from their head to their toe, their faces, their neck, their ears, everything, their whole body. Yikes. I'm like, where, where does somebody like that work? Like you can't work at a bank looking like that.
1: A tattoo parlor? When
0: you do that to yourself, I'm like, what's your, what's
1: your end game here? Well, it's no secret, Ricky, you don't like tattoos. Mm-mm. You're not a fan.
0: Yeah, we talked about that before.
1: And some people use their bodies as a billboard and it's their self-expression. I don't want to judge. You know, maybe one or two might be all right. but I, I mean, I'd...
0: if you're a rapper or a rock star, I could see it. Yeah, you work at a, a garage fixing cars, maybe. But you can't teach kindergarten.
1: Well, so let me get this straight. Are you saying that perhaps a CEO of... Social media conglomerate can't be all tattooed up and be taken seriously? Well, I mean,
0: if you were Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, you could do whatever the heck you want. Elon Musk could be tatted up for all he wants. But, I don't know, maybe they are rappers or rock stars in publics. I don't know.
1: Live and let live. I guess so. Although, did you see any interesting tattoos on her? Well, the
0: funny thing, she had her head, like, half shaved... And I couldn't tell, honestly, if it was a boy or girl uh, or the other ones that you can be these days. But then she spoke and kind of sounded like a girl, and he looked more like a dude. So
1: I wonder if now this phenomena has been going on for a long time, but it seems to be gaining a lot of popularity since shows like Vikings have come out and, you know, all their cast and characters are all tatted up.
0: Like trying to emulate them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like in,
0: in like Hawaii, in the Polynesian you know islands, they're all tatted up, but that's... I, that's I, cultural.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, is it for these people? I don't know. They yeah. look like me, but just with a bunch of tattoos.
1: Well, maybe. Maybe it is a subculture. Maybe. Anyway, uh, you know, a lot
0: of businesses have had to change the way they do business because of COVID-19, and uh, it's no secret that I am not a morning person. I hate to get up early. So you just stayed up all night? No, I slept in, and I wanted breakfast. And it's like 11 noon when I got up. Uh, And one of these businesses that very quietly changed their practice, uh, McDonald's. Did you know they no longer do their all-day menu?
1: No. I don't go to McDonald's, so, but... I love McDonald's no.
0: breakfast, like their hash browns and sausage biscuit and their coffee. Best way to wake up, other than Folgers in your cup. But yeah, I went to the McDonald's, no all-day breakfast anymore. Used to be able to get it all day. And apparently back in March, they uh, they, they took it off the menu.
1: That's, um, I, I wonder why they did that. Well,
0: they said because... There was no dine in at the uh, at the restaurant. So it was all just drive through or curbside. It was for like efficiency. They had to speed up getting people through the line. So I guess
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. They
0: didn't have time for my sausage biscuit.
1: Well, you just have to get up earlier.
0: Yeah, or just get a Big Mac. But yeah, bring back the all-day breakfast. I that was a, a not a pleasant surprise the other day.
1: Well, you know the um Cracker Barrel serves breakfast all day long.
0: Yeah, and I hopped on I it was just, one, I wanted a quick bite. I didn't want to do the whole sit-down thing. Uh, yeah, I don't, is anybody else do the fast food all-day breakfast? You know, Wendy's got into the breakfast game, which is weird.
1: Yeah, I know when you're feeling like breakfast. And breakfast is one of those meals you can have all day. It doesn't matter.
0: Oh, yeah, growing up, we used to do that all the time. We'd have it for dinner, breakfast for dinner. It was the yeah, best. Yeah,
1: loved it. Uh, 2 a.m., you know, after a night of clubbing, like I haven't done that in years. You go to the local Denny's and
0: oh yeah, you know. sop it up with some greasy bacon, some toast, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Something that we did as a kid, just thinking of the late night type thing, just random popped into my head. We used to do a thing called a pajama run. Did you ever hear? Did you ever do that? Heard of that? No. Okay, so you know there was five of us kids. We'd all get tucked in bed. Everybody's settling down. And then all of a sudden my parents would come running through the house screaming, "Pajama run, pajama run, pajama run!" And that meant that we all jumped out of bed, we ran downstairs, we got into the van, and we were all driving to McDonald's to get ice cream.
1: Oh, lucky kids, how fun. And you
0: never knew when it was going to be. That was the best thing. You'd go to bed and you'd be like, "Oh, I hope it's a pajama run night." <laughs> and you get your hot fudge sundae. Ah, good memories. Uh, you know, tomorrow I actually have my jury duty. got to do my jury duty.
1: Have you decided how you're going to get out of it? Well, yeah, I've been trying
0: to consider some of these more fun ways to get out of uh, jury duty. So, uh, here, take a listen.
1: In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders... These are their stories. Order in the court. Order in the court. You may now be seated. Your Honorable Judge Loxley presides. Thank you, bailiff. I am the Honorable Judge Paige Loxley, and I'll be presiding over today's proceedings. As you know today's case is in regards to the Tiger King, also known as Joe Exotic, and his association with planning murder for hire against his rival big cat enthusiast Carol Baskin. I'll be asking each of you a series of questions to determine your mental fitness and eligibility to serve as a juror on this case. Juror number one Tell me about your job, including your primary responsibilities.
0: Hello, Your Honor. My name is Ricky Worley. I'm the host of The Ricky Worley Show. I uh, I, basically go on the air and talk about my life and what's going on. And I'm excited to go talk about this uh, on my show next week.
1: Thank you, juror number one. Juror number two, have you ever visited a private zoo?
0: Your Honor, I have never visited a private zoo. My counsel has recommended that I plead the fifth and refrain from answering any of your questions.
1: Thank you, juror number two. The we'll police come back to you. They did
0: not Mirandaize me, your honor. They did not properly Mirandaize me. my counsel. Thank you,
1: juror number two. You may be uh, seated, please. Not guilty.
0: I'm not guilty.
1: Juror number two, you are not on trial. Juror number three, have you ever served on a jury that has been part of a courtroom trial?
0: No, but this is so exciting. I'm so excited. This is just like season 16, episode 10 of Law & Order. I'm gonna be a great juror. I should be the jury foreman. I know a lot about this stuff.
1: Juror number three, we expect each and every one of our selected jurors to take this seriously, as it does involve mm-hmm. a murder for hire case. Ooh. It is not a TV show. It is not a dramatization. Right, it right, is right. reality. Uh huh. Yeah, it's so good. Thank you, juror number three. Juror number four Have you ever had any experience with a homosexual tiger owner that might influence your ability to be fair and impartial during this trial?
0: Listen. My fellow beings and I, we're impartial to you mortals. You're all guilty, not guilty, on this planetoid. It's like, come on, man. Let me just be free among the cosmos, you feel
1: me? Dirt number four, a follow-up question. Have you ever been diagnosed with any mental illness? Nah, man, we're all just
0: minds beings
1: juror number four do you have any experience with scientology
0: i mean everything's science man (laughs) (laughs) You, you see partiality is the evil brutality legality normality of our fragile
1: mentality of our plurality you feel me Bailiff, remove juror number four and incarcerate I, him for a 72 hour evaluation.
0: I mean, you want to have some liberating polyamorous
1: Bailiff, young remove young juror man, number four. Copulation. Juror number four, feline. you may discontinue answering the question. Can refrain kiddie, from any kiddie, further kiddie, commentary. Kiddie. Juror number four, refrain from any further commentary. Bailiff, remove juror number four. Juror number five. Some people feel that drug addiction is a sickness. Other people feel that it shows a lack of discipline. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Not good, Your Honor. Could you repeat
0: the the question?
1: Bailiff, there's something rather odiferous in the courtroom. Can you please spray Febreze? What was the question, Your Honor? I do apologize. Juror juror number five, are you okay? Yeah. I'm just, you're trying to do my civic duty. Oh um, my God. At this time, we'll take a break. Bailiff, five minute break. Please escort juror number five to the restroom and make sure he has clean underwear. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, that's my one of my plans to get out of jury duty tomorrow. I'll do I'll do one of those five jurors. I'll either be high, I'll be gassy, I'll be what? What else did we do? I don't even remember. <laughs> you'll be characters. high.
1: You'll be gassy. You'll be psycho.
0: Oh yeah, I'll be excited to do the to be our juror.
1: Yeah. Or
0: I'll just be myself.
1: Don't be yourself because then you'll be selected. I I I think. I'm interested to find out. I need to come down there tomorrow. I wish I didn't have the floor. Yeah, just come
0: sit in the gallery.
1: Yeah, but I have the floor thing going on tomorrow.
0: Oh, you're working on the house?
1: Yeah, they're they're having. Well, well. I'll
0: let you know how it goes. I'll report back next week on how jury duty went. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. Paige, you have got uh, all kinds of news for us right after the break. Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back. Show. Paige Loxley joining me. i uh, still got a lot coming up here on the show. We're going to be talking about uh, little white lies, small lies. We're going to see if uh, Paige and I can detect uh, who is a better liar. We're going to play a game and see if we can figure out what lie we're telling. Plus, we've got some of the craziest things people do to save a buck. You know, times are tough right now with COVID 19. So, we've got some of the craziest things that people have done to save uh, money. And we're also going to see who is going to be the better survivalist i've got a little um test that we're gonna do and we're gonna see out of you and i who would survive living off the grid being a survivalist i think i know who's gonna win but we're gonna try i'm gonna still try and beat you
1: as long as i can figure out how to make bourbon you'll be good
0: i'll 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 be fine (laughs) so we got that coming up but first page locksley's got the news
1: Did you hear Sex in the City is back, ladies, just in time for Valentine's Day?
0: Why do you say ladies like that? I watched that show.
1: Uh I watched really? them
0: I saw the movies.
1: But the, did you watch the show regularly? Do you know who all the characters are? Do you it, know their backstories? Yeah,
0: because it would come on I wanna say it was TBS back in uh, when I was in like high school. It would come on like at midnight, eleven o'clock when I was trying to go to bed and I I can't fall asleep to silence, and so I would turn on whatever, and it was always uh sex in the city on TBS late at night so I fall, fell asleep to that show so many times
1: all right then I take that back
0: yeah not just the ladies
1: ladies and Ricky <laughs> sex in the city is back Woo! Sarah Jessica Parker Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis will be starring in the new sex in the city unfortunately it'll be San Samantha now she was one of my favorite characters of the show
0: I, she was like everybody's favorite she was naughty
1: She was naughty, she was bawdy, she spoke her mind, she was accomplished, smart. I really am gonna miss her on this new series, but that won't stop me from watching it. We've all been patiently waiting for Sex and the City 3, and we can finally rejoice. On Sunday, Cynthia Nixon, Sarah, Jessica Parker, and Kristen Davis all shared the news with all of us. And just like that, the next installment of the popular HBO series.
0: So it's gonna be a series or a movie?
1: It's going to be a series, it appears as though. All right, though. so like
0: a whole new season.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm really disappointed that Samantha won't be there. But according to Sarah Jessica Parker, it was reported that they had kind of a falling out. Yeah,
0: there were rumors that like they didn't get along. It ended kind of bad there at the end.
1: Yeah, it did. And unfortunately, I mean, they're denying the rumors, but... Kim Kentrell categorically denies that there's anything going on, bad blood wise or anything like that. But she's absolutely refusing to do another movie or be a part of the series.
0: Is she, is she saying why?
1: She's not saying why. She's 64 now, but she's made it clear over the past couple of years that she would not return to any future sex in the city.
0: Because she's she's acting. She just did a show on uh, I want Fox, ABC, one of the networks, uh, Filthy Rich. It was really funny. Uh, and it got canceled. I'm like, this would be a good opportunity to keep working. Especially women complain all the time that they can't work at you know that age in Hollywood. you think she'd be chomping at the bit.
1: I would think so, too. But would the energy or the uh, dynamic between the characters on screen change because of their relationship off screen?
0: I mean, that's the whole point of being an actor, though. No? You can act.
1: Yes, one would think. But there's a certain chemistry that comes across naturally, whether you're acting it or not.
0: I can you imagine the chemistry on that set with Tom Cruise after he just bitched at all of them for being too close to one another? And then they're just like, okay, in action, like back to it. Um, Talking about he, chemistry.
1: So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. And despite any of the nastiness, Parker said that in 2008, she couldn't imagine doing a film or another Sex and the City project without Samantha.
0: But yeah, here she is. Doing Here it. she
1: is doing it. Clearly she can. <laughs> Ladies, look forward to seeing you on the big screen. In the wake of President Trump being banned from Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, both Apple and Google have removed the Parlor app from their respective app stores.
0: So that's where like everybody was flocking to, the Parlor app.
1: Yes. Well, Apple and Google want Parler to implement guidelines to regulate those pushing fake news and conspiracy theories. It appears these folks are now suddenly turning to Gab, an alternative social media platform to Twitter. Gab claims that it's gaining 10,000 new users an hour. Gab's CEO wrote on the site Saturday, the traffic just keeps growing, so hang tight, more servers are on the way. Gab, which was launched a few years ago, calls itself the social network that champions free speech, individual liberty, and the new free flow of information online, says Fox News.
0: This is this is a, a weird situation because, A, yes, we have free speech in this country. B, these are private companies. I mean, they can do whatever they want with their platforms, right? Sure. I mean, there's, it's not like it's a government, uh, like a protest or anything like that. It's just social media. So if they want to block you for whatever, they can. Um, but I think it gets into dangerous territory. You start telling people, well, this is okay, this is not okay. Uh, and you're, you're really driving a narrative there. And I just think that it's only going to inflame the tension that's going on between the left and the right right now. And, and there's the argument that, well, people are saying, yeah, but people... Are using this these platforms to to coordinate you know things like what happened in the Capitol apparently there's some reports that something's gonna happen in the, the coming days leading up to the inauguration so uh, but I, I don't like the companies dictating you can say this not this
1: censorship went out years ago and now we're back to it it feels as though if I have an opinion My constitutional right guarantees me the privilege to say my opinion in a healthy, productive, nonviolent way.
0: But not necessarily on Twitter. So that's the it's just it's a sticky situation. And and there's the argument of like, well, they're spreading fake news or, you, you know, misinformation. Misinformation gets spread no matter what.
1: Our news media is spreading misinformation.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have the bias in our, our news network. So I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I just don't think that it is particularly banning the president. Uh, I, I think that that's very dangerous and it's, it's just going to inflame his supporters.
1: Here's my feeling on all of the recent headlines. Recognize that there have been ma- manipulations on the part of Media, on the part of politicians, and on the part of self-interest groups. Everybody just stop.
0: I, I hate to even say this, but it's like we almost need a tragedy to bring us back together. Because you remember after, and and not that I'm saying we need a 9-11, but you remember after that, this country was so together. There were no differences. There was no I think this, you think that. There was so much unity, and we're all Americans And we're so far away from that right now. We're not Americans anymore. We're this or that or that, you know.
1: We are the most divided we've ever been since since the Civil War, since the Civil Rights Movement. There is a chasm between all of us.
0: I I think that maybe it starts at the top. And we need to see, not not that we should at all look up to our politicians because they're a bunch of self-serving assholes. But... They need to set the example because Joe Blow over here, who's an idiot and does whatever Trump says or does whatever Biden says, if they could come together and shake hands, then that's going to trickle down. So it needs to start at the top. We can blame the media and they have their role in this, but I'm going to blame the parties and I'm going to blame the politicians. I agree. And that's where we're going to leave that. But I think that's where it's got to start.
1: Agreed let's move on to something a little bit lighter. Yeah,
0: as I top off my, my drink here, after oh, my well little my tirade that. there.
1: So, I don't know if you've heard about this, but The View co-hosts are struggling to clear the air as Meghan McCain returns to the show after maternity leave. Did you hear anything? You know, this?
0: it's my favorite daytime TV. I never miss an episode of uh, a bunch of grouchy old women yelling at each other. Yeah.
1: Right, Ricky. Okay, you're being facetious. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. I know you don't care about it, but there are our listeners that do. A source exclusively tells E! News that there's increased tension among The View hosts. Meghan and Joy have made headlines again with their bickering after Megan McCain and Joy Behar's showdown on Monday, January 5th.
0: Which practically at this point, isn't Megan McCain like a blue dog Democrat? I don't know why they can't agree on stuff. I mean...
1: You know, if a person just rubs you the wrong way, or there's some past grievances that were never aired, people can hold grudges. Yeah. It seems like Joy might be holding a bit of a grudge.
0: Well, I feel like both Megan and Joy like to kind of... Stir the pot? Yeah, fan the flames a bit and get it going.
1: It's good for ratings, right? uh, Well, exactly. And you'd be correct, because during the Hot Topics segment, Megan interrupted Joy, sparking much shouting. Eventually, Megan quipped, Joy... You missed me so much when I was on maternity leave. You missed fighting with me. Don't act like you didn't. Joy stoically replied, I did not. I did not miss you. Zero.
0: Like sternly
1: like that? Like sternly, wow. very stoically. Meow. Uh, <laughs> well, it didn't go over well with Megan, as you can well Gazing. imagine. She yeah. snapped back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't imagine Megan talking like a valley girl, but um, she says, oh, my God, you know what? That's just so nasty. That's just like so nasty. I was teasing because you said something rude. She
0: called her a nasty woman.
1: Nasty. Um, An insider explains that there's always been a sense of family behind the scenes on The View. The ladies are now struggling to feel connected as they continue filming remotely because of the coronavirus pandemic. The source says not being able to film the daytime show in person is contributing to the sense of increased tension and a decline in the camaraderie among the women. Prior to the pandemic, Joy, Whoopi, Sonny, Sarah, and Megan
0: Who the hell is Sonny and Sarah? See, this is how long it's been since I've watched it. I don't even know who that is.
1: Sonny Haston and Sarah Haynes.
0: I I haven't watched it in a
1: while myself.
0: No Um, idea. I
1: no longer subscribe to cable or local channels.
0: Yeah, no, no idea.
1: Um, You know, typically when they were recording in person, they were prevented from hiding each other because the studio is a small studio. So they would all get their hair and makeup done together. And then after they would record, they would be working together in the studio. And more often than not, they would have a post-show debriefing. So
0: now they just fight. And then when it's over, they turn off their computers and they're pissed off at each other.
1: Yep. Click their screens off and go about their day. Yeah they don't have a chance to air any leftover grievances. So this is causing the tension. However, the show's experienced its highest ratings in the last two months since Megan's return. So there's no intention to change the cast up on the view. They feel that the drama adds to the ratings.
0: Yeah, they've always loved that.
1: They have. There's a new richest man in the world.
0: I know, I got my stimulus check.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can I borrow some, please? <laughs> anyway, the skyrocketing price of Tesla shares mean that we have a new richest person in the world. Elon Musk's wealth has passed Jeff Bezos. Musk is now listed as being worth over $185 million. That's a billion more than Bezos. It's not exactly a rags-to-riches story, but Musk began 2020 with a net worth of about $27 billion barely putting him in the top 50
0: wait he went from 27 to one what'd you say 180 something
1: 185 billion but wait was this this
0: was the year that a lot of stuff went right for spacex right they sent the men up for the first time they actually sent humans up on his rockets to the space yes. station so
1: right is it Which even is,
0: is it just tesla i mean i know tesla is starting to take off i'm seeing them everywhere
1: well, apparently it is. The shares are now worth over $800, and wow. his his wealth puts him at the top, which passed Warren Buffett, who is now moving down to the seventh spot. Can you imagine being the child known as a math equation, born into a $185 billion inheritance?
0: What I love about Elon Musk, though, is he had all his business, I think, up in... Uh, the bay area maybe san fran right and california's been shut down and they're they're playing hardball with him right he opened i think he had a tesla factory that was closed because of covid he opened it back up they were messing with him and he said screw it he's like i'm not playing this and he's moving all his crap down to austin texas
1: good for him
0: there's a lot of people that are doing that they're fleeing you've heard of new york california these cities and they're going to other cities it's uh it's, it's quite interesting to watch.
1: Well, and I support the Tesla move because, you know, California, you know, I have family in California. And it's gotten out of hand to the point that everyone there who's on unemployment, you know, it, 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 threats of losing their home and their livelihood, you know, because of the strict guidelines in California. And their numbers aren't any better. Yo,
0: what's so funny to me or or perplexing, I just don't understand. That place, California, I think we talked about this last week, has been on shutdown for forever, right? They've been locked down like a women's prison, max security, right? Can't do anything. We're here in Florida, and they like to make fun of us. Florida man this, Florida man that. Uh, We had our spike, right? We killed off all our old people. And now our numbers are pretty good, and we're
1: open. I go out to eat all the time. I don't understand it. The I'm, data doesn't support the closure.
0: And you can't eat outside in California. You can't eat inside. You, you, I don't think you can walk outside without a mask on, without getting a ticket. Of course, you can't fart in California without getting a ticket. But I just don't understand how their numbers are so high. And the rest of the country is like, eh, well, we're kind of open. We're like on phase rate two, three, whatever we're on, purpled, whatever phase it is.
1: Well, we talked about this in a previous show that California determines its lockdown based on the number of beds available at the hospitals.
0: Anyway, I digress.
1: Oh, this is good. So
0: okay. you, got, you got Ricky ranting today. Ricky's rants. I think people <laughs> get sick of it. Like, okay, he needs to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got?
1: So, Ricky, I know you're not going to rant about this story because you love your coffee. Oh, and Yeah. The health benefits are constantly being debated. Some say it's good for you, and others say it's the elixir. It's
0: everything. And, and one day wine's good for you, the next day it's killing you. Coffee, you're going to have a heart attack. The next day it's good for your heart.
1: Exactly. Eggs, yeah. not yeah. good for you. Eggs, good for you. Right. can eat all you want.
0: Exactly. Yeah, right. I love health studies. They're so full of shit. But anyway, moving on.
1: Well, <laughs> right, exactly. So Tell me what another... I want to hear. You know what? I was trying to move on to something that would enlighten you. Instead, <laughs> you still want to rant. So I'm I just still... going to let you rant through this story, okay?
0: No, no, no. Give me the good news about coffee.
1: All right. Well, some call it the elixir of health. Others may say not so much. Most recently, a new study suggests that drinking coffee could actually help you live longer and prevent heart disease. The secret is in the preparation. They claim Italian coffee, other words, espresso, is at the core of the study. None of the participants had cardiovascular disease or cancer. Nutrition data that was collected for an average of eight years, which each participant reported drinking at least one shot of espresso every day. By the end of the study, the researchers were able to determine that compared with those who did not consume espresso to those who did were at significantly lower risk and morbidity.
0: Here's the thing with these studies, right? So they're studying Italians and their espresso, which that's what I drink, right? Well, I have a Nespresso machine. I don't know if the Italians would say that's legit, but it's... Pretty legit to me. So they're studying these Italian people. They say they drink, what, how many, couple couple espressos a day?
1: Just one espresso a day oh, will help one. reduce your cardiovascular disease.
0: Okay, so these are like, here's the problem with these studies. They do that, right, but they're not taking into account that these Italians are not eating goldfish. They're not eating Big Macs. They're not, you know, they're eating real food.
1: Well, and their diet has a lot of olive oil and tomato in it. And That's tomato, what they always say the
0: the perfect diet is the Mediterranean diet. So the right. the, the Italian diet, the Spanish diet, you know, they eat all the fish, the fresh veggies. So yeah. I like what I like this study cuz I, you know, love my espresso, but I'm going to take that with a grain of Italian salt.
1: Well, I mean, I would agree. They're they're saying that there is an compound in the coffee. It's called NT Pro BNP that is attributed to the reduction in is morbidity. that the, that's
0: the name of Elon Musk's second child?
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll see.
0: <laughs> so, so there's something in the coffee.
1: There's something in the coffee. Maybe, may next year
0: they'll tell you it gives you cancer. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, in other coffee news, as I know you enjoy your coffee, so I had to dig deep for this one. Yeah. Starbucks unveils a new drink to its staple menu. Have you heard about this? No. The pistachio latte with brown butter topping. Oh my gosh, it sounds decadent to me. Yuck! Yum. It's like it's it's
0: Cynthia's favorite uh, pudding, I think. Pistachio? Oh no, ice cream. Pistachio. I'm like pistachio. It's a nut. Yeah, that's disgusting.
1: Oh no, I'm gonna buy you one, and you're gonna love it. And if you're not, I'm still gonna force you to drink it because it's too damn expensive.
0: I'll stick to my espresso and bourbon.
1: It doesn't actually sound too bad. It features a sweet, nutty pistachio flavor, and it's blended with the Starbucks signature espresso and steamed milk, and it's topped with the creamy brown butter froth. How can you go wrong?
0: I guess, Yeah, I guess. I, it's gonna be like uh, like a like a almond milk latte or something like that, probably.
1: Well, that's I'm another not thing. Sure. When did we stop
0: with the milks? We have so many milks. I...
1: I don't know. We've got, you've got powdered the, milk, you've, almond no, milk.
0: Almond, coconut, uh, you've got oat now, you've got soy. I mean, like, when did we stop getting milk from a tit?
1: Maybe Starbucks is responsible for that because they're also expanding their dairy-free menu.
0: Oh, more with, milks.
1: With honey almond milk cold brew. You can have this drink cold or hot, and it's slow-steeped and then slightly sweetened with a touch of honey and topped with creamy almond milk. Well, Ricky, that's all I have for you in the news today. Crazy week.
0: I uh, got my rants out, but we've got more coming up. Well, we have a lot to get to, actually, so we're going to have to power through this next segment. Stick around. uh, More of the Ricky Whaley Show right after this. to the Ricky Worley Show. We've had uh, quite a lo- lively show today. We're gonna see, Paige, how good of a liar you are. You know, Dr. Phil says, by the time men are 60 years old, they've told over 100,000 lies. And women have told half as much, 50,000. Why do we lie to each other? Why do men and women, why are we lying to each other? Wait. Self-preservation? I mean, I think like to to avoid like conflict, right? Like an uncomfortable situation. You're just like, I'm just going to tell a little white lie. Yes, honey, you look great in that.
1: I don't know. I'm more of a direct person. I mean, I try to be diplomatic, but,
0: but you're going to lay it out there.
1: Yeah. I just don't feel that that lying serves anyone. And if someone is telling me that I look great in that outfit, and I really don't, I I don't need you to tell me I do, because then I'm going to keep wearing that outfit if I think I look good in it.
0: Well, I've got, uh, according to Dr. Phil McGraw, made famous by uh, Her Holiness Oprah, uh, the top four lies that women tell men and the top four lies that men tell women. So we're going to get your take on that. And then we're going to try to lie to each other. We're good friends. We've been friends for a while now. But we're going to see if we can lie to each other and if we can pick out the lie. All right, so here are the top four lies women tell men, according to Dr. Phil. Number one, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong.
1: When a woman says, I'm fine, she's not.
0: Yeah, Cynthia does that one. She does that. I'm fine. I'm fine. Very cold. I'm fine. And then I'm like, ah, shit. What do I got to do now? I got to reverse this, right? I got to turn this night around. Uh, Here's another lie that women tell, according to Dr. Phil. Oh, this isn't new. I've had this for a long time.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a huge lie.
0: Now, um, I will say, though, Cynthia's good because she doesn't go out and buy a lot of stuff. But but online shopping, like she doesn't go nuts. I'm, I'm the spender. But her mother, she's the one. I'm like, Cynthia gets all this new stuff all the time. I'm like, where did you get this? Where's the wh- new shoes, new clothes? So my mom bought them. She didn't like it. So she gave it to me. So C- Cynthia has a whole closet of new stuff, but it all came from her mother.
1: Well, women do that. They'll hide a new garment in the back of the closet, and they won't pull it out for weeks or months at a time. And it still has the tug on it. So they're not really lying when they say, oh, I've had this for a while. Just haven't worn it.
0: That's pretty clever. Maybe she's doing that. She just, oh, no, my mom gave it to me. Oh, my gosh. I'm having a revelation now. Another lie women tell, according to Dr. Phil, Uh, Oh, this was cheap. I got it on sale.
1: Yeah. Huge, huge lie. It's
0: huge. I love that when Cynthia comes to me and she goes, oh, but it was on sale. So I saved money. That's what she said. I saved money. I'm like, well, no, you still spent money. No, I saved money.
1: See, this, and this is Paige's math. If a garment, let's just say a garment, is regular price, well, I'm not going to spend that kind of money on a regular price garment but if it's 25% off I'm saving money I'm not actually spending money yeah
0: but you know they mark that shit up so they can put 25% off and still make a profit so are you saving money no you think you are it's mental
1: you're mental maybe
0: <laughs> and the uh, the number four top four lies women tell men according to dr. Phil
1: I've got a headache. You know, if I comment on that, Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose my girl card. I'm going to lose my chick card if I comment.
0: Because you've never done it?
1: I've never. No, I cannot comment. I take the fifth.
0: You're like, I don't have a headache. Go for it
1: nope i am not no no nope. no completing
0: will, the fifth here
1: yeah i loo- i will lose my chick card if i confirm or deny
0: Ah, it all comes out here on the ricky Worley show all right so <laughs> let's let's turn the tables then the top lies men tell to women according to dr phil number one i'm fine there's nothing wrong that's the same one that women tell same thing and i do that that is true
1: what's wrong though when you tell that lie
0: uh, probably some petty bullshit, just like women. But I'm like, no, I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm fine. Hmm. Number two. <laughs> top four lies men tell, according to Dr. Phil. Yeah, I've done this one, probably. This is my last drink. Yeah. Yeah, like when we go out, like just just one more. I'm just gonna have one more, and then that's it. Uh, Number three. No, that doesn't make you look fat. Although I have not done that one.
1: Now, like I I say about you, you're a Renaissance man. And, I mean, Cynthia's so cute, you would never have to anyway. But I I think you like to pay attention to those details, so you're going to be honest about it.
0: Yeah, but there have been certain outfits that the cut of them or whatever... And I'm like, mm, no, that's not flattering, babe. Especially when we, we know that we're probably going to go out and take pictures that might go on social media or whatever. I'm like, mm, no, don't do that one. No, I'm going to tell her.
1: And thank you for that on behalf of all women everywhere, because when we ask that question, we really want the answer.
0: And, and if she says, does this make lo- me look fat? And I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, that makes you look fat. I'd be like, why don't you try this? And see, and, and this is another thing about lying I'm not a good liar. I don't lie. I, uh, I like to find alternative facts. Isn't that something Kellyanne Conway used
1: one time? Yeah, a diplomatic way of saying the same thing. But Or, or,
0: or to deflect. I should be a politician. Like
1: Well, I, I would vote for you for presidency.
0: Does this make me look fat? You have other outfits that look wonderful on you. See? I didn't lie. I just deflected.
1: And then do you go in the closet and you take the outfits that don't look good on her and give them to goodwill? No,
0: that's, no, no, I don't do that. She does that. She gets rid of my clothes that she doesn't like. I'm like, what happened to these? She goes, what are you talking about? She goes, you threw those away a long time ago. I'm like, no, I didn't. Those are my favorite pants. And they're not here anymore. She's
1: doing you a favor. Is she, though?
0: And the number four lie that men tell, according to Dr. is, hey, I'm on the way. But he's not even, almost on the way.
1: Hasn't even left the house. Not even close. But that's a woman
0: thing, too. It's like Cynthia always tells me. We've talked about this on the show before. She says, I'll be ready in five minutes. Bullshit.
1: Well, when we met for New Year's Eve, yeah. and we were supposed to meet at 5, what was it, 6.30? I,
0: I don't recall. But, yeah, that was not me. But, again, that was another situation where she was like, she knew we were going to be taking pictures, for social media. she's like, no. I'm not Russian. I'm doing the face. I'm doing... She she really went for it. And she looked hot. Well, high. she
1: did. And she did look... She was so pretty. She always does a great job on her makeup, too.
0: All right. Speaking of lies, it's time, Paige. We're going to do our two truths and a lie. So here's how this game works. I'm going to tell you three statements. One, two, three. Two of them will be true. One of them will be a lie. You are going to have to decide which statement is a lie ready all right number one i once met elton john in chattanooga tennessee statement number two i once asked miley cyrus how many tattoos she had and statement number three i once pissed off keith urban during an interview
1: You want me to tell you what the lie is? Which
0: one of those statements is a lie?
1: Elton John.
0: You would be incorrect. (gasps) What? I Miley
1: Cyrus doesn't have that many tattoos, does she?
0: Well, I don't know how many she has, but I never did ask her. That is the lie. I've never... Damn it. I've never interviewed Miley Cyrus, but yes, I did meet Elton John backstage at a concert in Chattanooga, Tennessee, of all places, Uh, and I... Uh, did piss off Keith Urban during an interview once? So, <laughs> you know, you're trying to do that. This is early on in my radio career, right? And you're trying to get that that edgy. What you know, something, something. You need to you need a little bite. And uh, so I was asking all this personal shit, and he was he was like, "Nah, not not doing that." And he he got real cold real quick. And I was like, "Okay, this is fun.
1: I I kind of get it."
0: Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah no, I've I've never even. Uh, inter. I've never interviewed Miley. I don't think I've met her either. All right, it's your turn. Two truths and a lie.
1: All right. Well, best of luck to you, Ricky. Oh, I got this. I am a certified wreck diver. Mhm. My labor was thirty-six hours. Okay. I have a B.S. in psychology.
0: All of those things are very plausible, but I do know because I know you that you are a diver. So I know that's true because I know you were going to try and help me and Cynthia learn how to dive.
1: I forgot. I told you that darn it.
0: I don't know about the BS. I know you're full of BS. That's for sure. (laughs) And the labor. I feel like your daughter would not have done that to you. So I feel like your labor is not true. Mm. So you do not have a BS in psychology. Uh,
1: you know, the hint is in the way I worded it. BS. BS.
0: Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> I knew you were full of BS. All right. Mm. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to. What gonna, do I
1: win? What do I win?
0: Uh, cool. No. So we're going to do a one a bonus round for no points. You won. You won. All right. I'll give winner, you that. Winner,
1: winner, winner, Wait,
0: no, did you win? No, yes. you No, we both lost. We both oh, lost.
1: Losers. Okay,
0: alright, so you can redeem wah, yourself wah, here. Wah. We're both losers. Alright, you can redeem yourself. Alright, okay. bonus round. Here are my two truths and one lie. Number one. I've driven cross country by myself. Number two. I've flown an airplane totally. By myself. Or number three. I went to Africa when I was twenty-one.
1: Number two is false.
0: That I've flown an airplane totally by myself. Yes. Wrong.
1: What?
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to take flying lessons.
1: Yeah, but did you? You always had the instructor in the right seat
0: until I soloed. Yeah, there's, you know, there's actually, there's a video on YouTube of me flying an airplane by myself. I think you can just put in my name, Ricky Worley. But yeah, I did. I flew by myself. I'd never got my license. Uh, So it was a total waste of money. Sorry, Dad. Uh, But yeah, I did. I did fly an airplane by myself. Trust me, ask my dad's checkbook. It was me.
1: All right. Well, we'll see.
0: You don't even care what the lie is.
1: Yeah, the then the lie is that you went to Africa when you were twenty one. No, I did that too. <laughs> Damn, it's totally plausible that you could have driven cross country.
0: No, never done that,
1: ever. No, really? I don't, th- I don't think
0: I ever drove past the Mason Dixon line. I mean, well, I've dr- I mean, I've flown somewhere and drove on the West Coast, but like from the East Coast, no. Mm-mm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I went, to, uh, I went to Tanzania for my 21st birthday. I, it was awesome. Amazing experience.
1: Oh, well, that does sound like fun.
0: Yeah, it was cool. But yeah, no, never driven across the country. I won't drive more than four hours. I hate driving. So with COVID, uh, people are having to cut back, right? You know, they're not working as much, maybe on unemployment. Uh, times are tough. Uh, so people have to scale back a little bit, be a little bit more frugal. Uh, But there's some things that people cut back on that are a little crazy. I did a little research because I was like, you know, you do the normal thing, like turn the lights off, maybe turn the thermometer up or down a little bit. But I came across some things uh, that were a a little extreme, in my opinion. Like one thing, like uh, people that reuse Ziploc bags.
1: You know, I do that, but only for the same items. There's a there's a shelf life for that. I mean, you can only re- reuse it so many times. But I I get that. Uh what about the
0: people that they they order something online, right? And a week later, if it goes on sale, they return it and reorder it at the sale price. I think that's pretty smart.
1: I do too. I agree with that.
0: But I feel like a lot of like these companies like Amazon, they have like a price match thing. Like if the price goes down within what a month or two, you can like, mm, no, you have to give me the price.
1: Well, and I mean, good for the people who are checking back on the price. I don't, so I don't know how much money I'm not saving by not doing that extra work.
0: Yeah, a week later, I'll be like, "Are the trash bags on sale now?" Right. Yeah. What about the the people that reuse uh, tea bags, hot tea?
1: I thought that was kind of common practice. Really? Yeah.
0: No, I dip it. I for... mean, the Brits
1: wouldn't say that, but. It's
0: like we're using coffee.
1: Well, you can use coffee grounds for other things um, in the yeah, garden. But you don't
0: re-brew it.
1: No, no, but...
0: What about the people that uh, <laughs> bring the... Of course, you can't really do it in the, in the COVID era, but bring the to-go uh, container to an all-you-can-eat buffet.
1: I know some people who have done that, <laughs> and I'm absolutely mortified to be anywhere near when that's going down. You know, Grandma, stop putting the chicken wing in your purse.
0: Grandma's going to bankrupt the Golden Corral.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, This is one I never thought of, but I'm not a cat person. Never had a cat. Don't like cats. Allergic to cats. But more importantly, don't like cats. Hate cats. I'm
1: going to get you a cat for your birthday.
0: Fucking hate cats.
1: Which is in March.
0: Yes, it's coming up. But don't get me a cat. Uh, potty train your cat. You know, apparently cat litter is very expensive. It is. Or it adds up. Uh, yeah, so apparently people potty train their cats.
1: (laughs) Well, you know how that's done, right?
0: Well, it's like a toilet thing, right? And they, like, slowly remove the rings, right?
1: Yeah. I saw it,
0: like, on an infomercial one time.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Jinx from the Fockers can do it.
0: Oh, yeah. I've got nipples. Can you milk me?
1: (laughs) I'll ask Cynthia to do that. Yeah,
0: brilliant. Uh, this is another one kind of along the cat line. Uh, never thought of this. If you keep a pitcher, like a water pitcher, next to your sink, you know when you turn the sink on you wait for the water to heat up? You can put the pitcher under, collect that water, and then use that water for anything, drinking water, watering your plants. Use oh, that's it.
1: actually a really good idea. Yes, yeah, so you don't
0: just waste the water as it you wait for it to heat up.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's a good idea.
0: Uh, So, all right, so this is one that my uncle, he always did this as a young lad uh, to to save a buck, to save a little money. You always break up before the holidays, the birthdays, or the anniversaries. Nice. Brilliant. Brilliant. Douchey.
1: Yeah, you say douchey,
0: but it also benefits her because she also doesn't have to give a gift.
1: She's already gone out and bought the gift.
0: Yeah, but knowing women, she has the receipt.
1: Yeah, I just think that's probably... well, there's no good time to break up, but there certainly is a bad time and before the holidays. But or February sixteenth, you're like, hey
0: baby, how's it going? Yeah. What about this one? You separate the two ply toilet paper, right? By the two ply? Just using the one <laughs> ply. <laughs> no.
1: I have a square to spare.
0: Or just forgo it altogether, just wash your ass in the shower. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs>
0: no. No. Uh I kind I'm kinda I, I like this one. You create a new email every week, uh, for free trials. Or every month, whatever.
1: Free- you know, that's not a bad idea. And there are some mega couponers out there yeah, like that know all these tricks.
0: Every month. New email, new email, new email. Just add a one to it. One, 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 one it is uh here's i think kind of the the ultimate cheapo date right here uh going on a date but you sit at two separate tables so you can use two coupons
1: i would have to cancel a date that is ridiculous
0: <laughs> i so i i don't see this happening like a new couple a new romance happening but like a married couple like hey babe you sit at that table i'll sit at that table
1: what about sitting at the same table and just asking for separate checks?
0: Does that work or is it one per table or one per check? See, you got to read all those rules and it's really small.
1: It is, but So, I don't there know you about go. That some one.
0: some of the ways that you can be cheap, save a little money in this COVID era courtesy of the Curly show.
1: Please, please forego the one ply toilet paper. <laughs> I, I do have a square to spare. I can put it in the mail to you. We
0: will mail you toilet paper, please. Don't that ha- has to
1: be in our giveaway.
0: Some toilet paper? It should be. That's a twenty twenty giveaway right there.
1: I think so. All right, so. Imprinted imprinted with um, you know, the Ricky Ward with our logo.
0: <laughs> please, please wipe your ass with my name. That would be <laughs> Yeah. That's what the show has become. Please, please wipe your ass with this show. All right, so speaking of uh, things uh, to just save costs, things we can do without, we're going to move on to um, living off the grid, right? Survivalist type thing. Uh, And this is a game that you can play with us at home. Uh, So just get a piece of paper. I'm going to tell you each uh, thing that you can uh, live without or live with whatever, but you have to keep track. So for each thing that you can live without, don't write it down. But if you need it, you have to have it. Write it down. All right, here we go. So for 10 points, so each time you need it, write it down. For 10 points, refrigerated food. I don't need that. I can live without that.
1: I can live without that.
0: Yeah, so that's a no for me. All right, uh, heat in a cold climate. I need that. I do too. Yep, 10. 10 points, so write down 10 points for that. Running water or indoor plumbing. Do you no. need running water or indoor plumbing?
1: Don't need either.
0: That's ten points. Uh, air conditioning and a hot climate. Ten points. Do you need air conditioning and a hot climate? I d- no. I do. I can't. Can't do without that. Uh, ten points. Do you need a clothing dryer? Dry your clothes. I can live without that. You can hang them up.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Uh, fifteen points. Do you need a laundry machine to wash your clothes? Fifteen points. I'm gonna. That's high. That's a lot of points for a laundry machine.
1: Yeah. Are, it depends. Are you there? Because I'll just make you do my laundry.
0: No. No. You're deserted on an island. It's, I'm not. <laughs> oh, there. by
1: myself. Yeah. Then how am I gonna get clothes washed? Gonna here?
0: have to do it yourself. All right. Five points. Uh, an oven or a stove? Do you need an oven or a stove? No five points. I'm going to go no,
1: two on that one. Cause maybe I mean, we'd... would fire be under that category?
0: Yeah, I feel like you could cook a lot of stuff. Uh, five points. Also, a microwave. I'm going to go no, no on that. Uh, for one point, measly one point, a gaming console. No. <sighs> PlayStation. Really? Xbox. Xbox. For five points, a laptop or tablet.
1: Could live without it.
0: I could, but I really don't want to. But if I'm on an island, I probably don't have Wi-Fi, so then what good is it? Or power to play. All right, so no. No. Uh, For five points, TV, television, or movies?
1: No, can live without.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, Five points, electric lighting. Can you live without the electric lighting?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like, the the fire light is more romantic anyway. It's more fun.
1: And when you're on an island by yourself, what's more romantic than firelight? And it provides
0: heat. Exactly. Uh, five Five points. Books. Can you live without books?
1: Ooh, I prefer to have those. That was five points. Five points. Yeah, it's kind of low.
0: I'm gonna go with no. I don't. I'm not a book person. All right. This This is a tough one here. For well, ten. Wait a minute. On the books, uh, yeah. though.
1: Think about it. You could select books that will help you survive treating injury or illness, gardening.
0: I feel like I know all that. I'm a know-it-all. It's all in my brain.
1: All right. For 10 points.
0: So, for ten, so books is five points. 10 points is uh, music. Can you live without music?
1: You know me. I'm singing in the car all the wrong words to the song. So no, I can live without music.
0: But that is music. You are, well, I mean, some would uh, disagree, but that's music.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I can live without it.
0: All right, I'm gonna. I I need my music. Uh, five
1: points. Toilet paper. Can you live without the toilet paper?
0: I mean, you had a square to spare a minute ago.
1: I need my TP.
0: Five points. Toilet paper. I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna wash my ass in the ocean.
1: Poor fish. mm
0: mm-hmm. Uh, one point. Uh, I'm gonna take this point for sure. Matches.
1: Oh, need them. Yeah. That's only 1 point.
0: Only 1 point matches, yeah. Uh 10 points alcohol.
1: I don't need it.
0: Um I don't need it. My doctor definitely says I don't need it, but I want it. I'm going to Cuz maybe I can make it, right? With the sugarcane, I can make some rum. I'm going to take I, it.
1: I, yeah, you're going to take the hit on that? Yeah, that's
0: a lot of points, though. Ten, but yeah, I'm going to do ten, f- yeah, for alcohol. I'm going to take it. All right. Uh, five points. Your cell phone.
1: Eh.
0: I know. I kind of wish I could get rid of it now, but... Uh, Ten points. A companion. Human or non-human. So a pet or a human.
1: Do I have a volleyball that I can name Wilson? Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, No,
0: that would be a companion. Are you going to have a companion or not? No. All right, giving it up for 10 points. Uh, Five points. Clothing.
1: I can make that.
0: Yeah, but if you make it, you have it, so you need it.
1: Well, then no, I don't need it.
0: So you're just going to be naked, running around naked, no companions. And a romantic fire. With no books and a fire.
1: No, I have a book. Did you I, take I took a book? The oh, you took yeah, the book. Yeah, I took the hit on the books. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right,
0: so no clothes. I don't, I don't need clothes either. I like to, I like to walk around naked anyway.
1: Free balling.
0: Exactly. Uh, ten points,
1: bedding.
0: Pillows, blankets, something soft to sleep on at night. Bedding.
1: God, that's going to be hard to give up because I really do love my memory foam mattress and my down blanket.
0: Ten points. Can you live without your bedding?
1: I'm going to take the hit.
0: You're gonna take the ten points. I am. I'm gonna go with no. I uh, I can fall asleep in the sand, so I think I'll be all right. Uh, five points. Coffee. Skip it. No, I need. I think I need my coffee. Five points. I'm taking.
1: It. Wait. Would you rather have no coffee or pistachio coffee? Drink from Starbucks.
0: Okay. Well, one of those things is not coffee, so. I'd rather have coffee. Uh, Five points. Meat. A crab walks across. You see a fish.
1: Well, you need sustenance.
0: Well, you could get it from vegetables, but can you live without the meat? It's only five points, but meat, five points.
1: I think you're going to need the protein.
0: Yeah, I guess beans don't grow good on islands. I'm going to... All right, so I'm not a fish person. I'm going to skip out on the meat. I'm going to...
1: Depends if there are vegetable seeds later on down the list, then I'll skip the meat and go with the seeds.
0: There are not seeds down the list.
1: Okay. So then I have g- to do the meat.
0: The meat. All right. Uh, one point, small little measly point, but very important, uh, a
1: toothbrush. No.
0: You can live without the toothbrush. Yeah, you can do it with like a stick or something. Mm-hmm. All right, no toothbrush. Uh, five points, deodorant.
1: No. No clothes. Why do you need deodorant?
0: And no companion. Who gives a shit what you're smelling? And last one: sweets, candy, brownies, sweets. Live with or without? Live without. All right. So now that is that's it. So now we're gonna total our scores and see what we come to. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Well, shit. I can see all already. I've got forty-one. I have forty-six.
1: I win, I win, I win.
0: All right, so I knew this is how this would play out.
1: Who's gonna be on a desert island with their memory foam mattress and their down blanket?
0: (laughs) All right, so here, so you had, uh, you had what, 36? All right, so here's the key for our listeners that have played along. If you have less than 30 points, which neither one of us do, you are as off the grid as they come. You can probably get by with a small solar army we both fell into this 31 to 60 points uh, it says we should add a backup generator and we're all set so I guess I guess we could camp together because between your needs and my needs we're in, we're in the same category if you had more than 60 points uh, they say are you sure you shouldn't live in a hotel <laughs> so I guess we, we did pretty good
1: I, I think we did okay we're not
0: total off the grid people but How'd you rank uh, living off the grid? Let us know. Uh, Paige, that's our show. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. I have Ricky Worley's Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you follow my friend Paige Loxley. And uh, like we say every week, cheers, Paige. I'll see you next week.
1: Cheers, and lots of fun, Ricky. Right